Hey, 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 welcome everyone to Youth Factor. I'm Pastor Jared, and uh, yeah, we're about to get in this. Um, I have to say, so I don't really have to say anything, I guess. I could just make peace out episode over. Um, but what I was going to say is I, I really hate having to read all this. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I'd rather just be talking, but I also love how it's like keeping me like on track and like keeping me um, you know, have give me topics every day and stuff like that. So I'm not random or I, I end up talking about like the same thing every single day. So yeah, it's good. All right. Let's jump into today's, um, August 7th. Mercy is what we have been given and what we are called to give. It is my commitment to suffer with you just as Christ suffered with me. <clears throat> Sorry, I just got back from a late lunch and I may have to clear my throat a couple times if I'm going to start reading and talking so much now, so I do apologize. Uh, perhaps it is the most normal, most frequent moral uh, contradiction in our lives. Perhaps it is the place where we all stumble the most. Perhaps our failure here demonstrates how much we still need what we so often fail to give to others. How is it possible that we who have been blessed with eternal love far beyond anything that we could ever of hope to earn, could be so regularly unloving to those around us? How could we ever fail to respond in mercy to others when we have been given mercy that is renewed with each morning? <clears throat> Why are judgment and condemnation often our most, our, our more natural responses to the sin, weakness, and failure of others than offering them the same grace that we have been given? Why are we so impatient with the excellent with the extent of God's patience with us stands as one of the redemptive miracles of our lives? Yeah, I don't think I read that one right. Here we go again. Why are we so impatient when the extent of God's patience with us extends as one of the, as one of the redemptive miracles of our lives? Why do we find it so hard to forgive when we have begin, been forgiven at the price of the suffering and death of Jesus? Why can we walk past suffering with little compassion when our lives have been rescued by the tender compassion of the Savior? Why do we resist serving one another when the Lord of all things willingly came and served us even to the point of his death? Dude is very, uh, <clears throat> very questioning today. How is it <laughs> that we can be so unfaithful and disloyal in the face of the unaltered faithfulness of our Heavenly Father? How could we ever lie to our neighbor's harm when we have been blessed with the truth that has set us free? The answer to each of these questions is humbling. We don't always respond to others as the Savior has responded to us because we don't share his heart. Our hearts are not always ruled by what ruled his heart. Our lives are not always motivated by what motivated his. We don't always find joy in what brought him joy, so we lack the mercy that drove and shaped his life. Our selfish hearts often more committed to our kingdom purposes than his want the lavish, rich grace for ourselves, but do not want to have to make the sacrifices of grace for others. We see this in the self-righteous anger of a parent, in the bitter unforgiveness of a spouse, in the dysfunctional bickering between neighbors, 
in divisions in the body of Christ, or in our unfaithfulness in our relationships. The war of kingdoms rages in our hearts, and one of the first casualties is mercy. It is sad but true. Our refusal to give grace to others reveals how much we still need grace ourselves. Our failure to forgive shows how much we still need God's moment-by-moment forgiveness. The weakness in our the weakness in our love demonstrates how much our hope still rests on a God who will love us even on our very worst day. Struggles to live the gospel in our relationships with others picture how much we need the rich gospel ourselves. And it all argues that we still don't deserve the favor that we are given daily and are called to give to others who are as understanding as we are. For further study and encouragement, James 2, 1 through 13. <clears throat> all right. Um, so I had a phone call while I was doing all that. Um, I'm going to take one second. I'm trying to bring up a quick app. Uh, give me one second. Sorry, as I'm, I'm being distracted here for this. Uh, I'm going to bring a quick app, a quick app for something uh, I need to do. So, boom. And, okay, here we go. All right, so let's jump in to today's actual lesson. All right, how's that sound? Okay, first thing I have highlighted is how is it that, how is it possible that we who have been blessed with eternal love far beyond anything that we could ever hope to earn could be so regularly unloving to those around us? And it's, it's so true, right? Like that we're so quick to want to judge others and so quick to like, you know, want to be righted when we feel wronged and want the person to be punished or, or even if not, not that extreme, just to be like, oh yeah. Um, and like want to point it out like, oh yeah, that person, uh, they're such a gossip. Aren't, aren't you probably gossiping right now? So <laughs> we talk about them. Um, and so in, in actuality, we really shouldn't have any kind of problems with other people or even wars or theft or anything, because we should be so grateful for what Christ has done for us as Christians that we should be, you know, just so loving towards other people. But unfortunately, there's this thing called sin and sin does get in the way and does make us selfish and self-centered, which is kind of what today's is talking about. Um, I have underlined, how could we ever fail to respond in mercy to others when we have been given mercy that is renewed with each morning? Right. So like, even if you do screw up, like put in perspective, even if you do screw up and you're like, yeah, I lost it on, on Mary. And you know, we got this big fight and I told her her teeth look like a beaver's teeth and you know, that whole thing or whatever. Um, but then like we wake up the next day and we have, you know, mercy renewed. So shouldn't we do the same thing? So should we not have, even if we get really upset in a fight with someone and don't treat them with love and grace, shouldn't that reset the next day, right? We wake up, mercies are renewed for us. Mercies we renew for uh, everyone around us as well. That would be a great thing. If we all could just start working on that, that would be fantastic. Uh, last thing I have under or highlighted is struggles to live the gospel in our relationships with others. Picture how much we need the rich gospel ourselves. Ain't that the truth? The more that we can see that we struggle to give the grace that's in the gospel to others. It's like the more we need it, right? So it's like we we need to be able to take that message ourselves and really internalize that, what Christ has done for us. And then we'll be able to turn around and share that with others. 
All right. A little bit of a, oh no, just not short, just back, back on time here a little bit, keeping them, you know, 10 minutes or less. So today's challenge is I, I love that new mercy's renewed. So I want you to, when you get in a fight, when you get upset, anything that happens, right? Don't let it, the sun go down on your anger, forgive them, wake up the next day, uh, you know, a fresh slate, right? Don't wake up the next day and still be mad at anyone from the day before. That is the challenge. All right, guys, be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.